0: Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. Today, I interview photographer, filmmaker, and director Jim David about his approach to storytelling with a camera and with heart. Hey, everybody, this is Brandon uh, back with the Creatively Christian podcast uh, from Theophany Media, and I could not be more excited today. I have such a great friend and a wonderful, skilled, amazing filmmaker on with us today, Mr. Jim David. Woo, Jim, how Thank are you, you. my thanks.
1: friend? Good. How are you? It's so good to be here with you, and thanks for having me.
0: Oh, Thank you for coming on. I know you're a busy guy and uh, it's just doing my heart good just to be talking to you again. Uh, for those listeners and watchers out there, actually, I actually have not known Jim that long. We met just a few months ago at uh, ICFF, which is the International Christian Film and Music Fest, I think. Is is that right, Jim? Right. And, uh, and maybe we'll get into the story of how we met later. I don't know if that'll come up, but if we do, it's a great, great little story. But Jim has such a heart for Christ, uh, a heart for storytelling. I just can't wait to For him to speak into you guys and give you some some knowledge and some wisdom and tell some stories and so we're going to get right into it i'm going to read his bio to let you know all about jim Um, jim is a skilled storyteller an award-winning filmmaker among the numerous recognitions of his work are two regional emmy awards amazing Uh, an experienced director who got his start as a commercial photographer jim tells stories that are engaging and inspiring he skillfully extracts details and emotion in interviews and in the direction of each scene. As a speaker and instructor, Jim has shared his skills and experience related to film, storytelling, and photography, including as a featured speaker on video storytelling at ESTO, the U.S. Travel Association's Educational Seminar for Tourism Organizations, which is a mouthful, and that is the definitive learning and knowledge-sharing forum for marketing professionals in the travel and tourism industry. Jim work, Jim's work has represented brands, including uh, Wear Traveler, Men's Health, Phoenix Magazine, the Colorado Tourism Office, Republic Services, Verizon Wireless, Experience Scottsdale, the Phoenician, Arizona Office of uh, Tourism, the U.S. Army, and Southwest Airlines. So welcome again, Jim. We are so honored to have you here. Tell, uh, tell the audience a little bit about... Um, about kind of you personally you don't have to get in a lot of you know personal details but just kind of where you live in this amazing world of ours and and what are some things that you enjoy doing when you're not um uh, behind the camera
1: well um again it's, <clears throat> thanks for having me and it really is um, just a privilege to be here and talk with you um i wish i wish we could put down our schedules and, and just chat here for the whole afternoon actually so yeah, um but um so i live in phoenix I'm um, in Arizona and uh, had some nice monsoon weather here lately. But we're—I've uh, um, been in, in Arizona for 12 years now. Uh, came from New York. My wife and I got married in Long Island. I was born in Pennsylvania, and I've—I've I've lived in Florida and Michigan, and um, so I'm—I'm I'm kind of all over the place. So we've been here a lot longer than I think we anticipated, and—and uh, um, and so I do started off. Uh, in this business in commercial photography. And uh, I guess six or seven years ago, I started doing film and uh, it's been a transition. I still do um, commercial photography, uh, but I'd say probably 75 to 80% of my work now or or more is is primarily film work. Um, And uh, so that's a little bit about me. If I'm missing something, there always, oh, you, you know, <laughs> feel free to ask me.
0: Yeah, I will. And and for the audience out there, Jim and I, when we met, we kind of instantly bonded, and so we're we may seem like we're long, uh, long friends, but we've only known each other a few months. But there's it's just a simpatico here that is such a blessing. And also, Jim, there's something interesting about you in that you've been you've been to all fifty states, right? Isn't that what you told me? I have.
1: Life? I did. So about I guess about four years ago, I finally. I went to school in Florida and about but uh I never was able to make it over into Louisiana so I finally crossed into Louisiana like 4 or 5 years ago into New Orleans with my with my son I've got a 7-year-old son and I, and and um the uh and and so yeah when we did that it was I was able to cross fifty all 50 states off of my list so that was a pretty fun achievement actually I really yeah. enjoyed
0: that yeah. A lot of uh, me among them, a lot of people I'm sure aspire to that. So that's a, that's a huge, cool thing. And uh, I would love to, I'd love for you to take me on a trip one day. If we can go to all 50 states. I would,
1: well, I'm waiting for, you know, I, hey, we, we talked to the whole crew there uh, just a few weeks ago with you guys and I'm waiting for I've got a, a spare room waiting for you guys here in Arizona for you to awesome. come out here and visit here. So.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And so guys, you can already see Jim just has a great, wonderful spirit and a, and a beautiful heart. And so I'd love to dive into that a little bit and, and, and talk to us, Jim, a little bit about in, in terms of, you know, you're obviously you started out in commercial photography. You still do some work in that space and, the, and got into film. Talk a little bit about that transition going, I know, I know naturally from a skill set, but what led you, you know, in terms of your motivation, your inspiration, what led you from photography into film and then going from commercial into the spiritual sense of the space?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I, some, sometimes, you know, uh, I, I sit back and I ask myself that same question. How did I get here? <laughs> um, it's, it's uh, it, because I, I, I would never have imagined I'd be, I love it. I feel like I'm exact probably, I feel like I'm exactly where I need to be. And so that's a, that's a, that's a wonderful thing to be able to say, you know, and, and with also you know uh, looking forward to so many projects and and what's up ahead and hopefully with you know what God or God leaves, but I I think for me I when I first came out of uh, photography school and started doing photography full time because it's a second career for me, so when I started doing that I was kind of thinking oh I'll do maybe family portraits or I'll do this and I was kind of looking and then I found myself gravitating to commercial photography I really liked it and I started. And with commercial photography, you start, even though it's still, you're, you're actually working with sometimes many models and you're setting up a theme and you're orchestrating like, you know, you're directing it and you're like, okay, what are they doing? You know, what are they saying in this piece? And so, you know, working with a creative director, you can, you know, you have, you have people on set as you're uh, putting all this together, or if, uh, if I was doing stock work, you know, you're still kind of putting that all together. I really like the story aspect of it. And so, and then I started uh, in that work you're doing environmental portraits. And I started really, it's, it's a, when, you know this business is a privilege because it's hard work but when, when you do, when you're doing like portrait work and you, you know, people invite you into their house and sometimes if you're, especially like for editorial stuff and you get to know them a little bit because you're trying to figure out how, how do I want to portray this person in a scene? And the things that people will share with you, you know, it's it's uh, for me, it's 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 very moving. It's very it draws me in, and, and I, I just want to know more about it. I want I want to know what it is that you know how people think and what what drives them. And so it, it, it's something that's always appealed to me. Um, I, I guess I kind of operate at a deeper level a little bit maybe. Um, but so I would as we would talk to these people and I'd want to keep knowing more of their stories so for me it was a when the opportunity came up to do our first uh film work and uh actually the very first film or video time I started working with motion was uh my church had asked me to help with baptism videos and so um and I'm just thinking um you know I guess let me go buy a couple things and try to do this. And, and I mean, I knew cameras really well, but it's, you know, it's, getting some lights and using stuff for, for video is different. So we, as I started putting that together and then I, I just, you know, drones started coming out you're like, Oh, this is kind of cool how you can tell stories. And so I just started, I was just kind of dabbling with it. And then when the first opportunity came for us to do a five minute, uh, documentary it started off to be just a little one minute commercial and it turned into a five minute documentary um we you know i i i found myself you know just uh enamored with how how i can tell this story at a much different deeper level and a lot of the work uh that i had done with um you know with uh working with Directing scenes on on sets, but I think there's also a personal side of it for sure. Um, I just found myself having a natural ability, you know, to to work with people in these situations and to direct them and and to kind of know what it is I'm trying to, you know, what it is I want to say. Because people have a hard, time. it's hard, it's hard to sit. I can tell you that right now. I mean, I'm, I like to be behind the camera, so <laughs> I, I, it's 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 difficult, you know, to look at a lens. And I actually get uncomfortable when I'm in front of a lens because I, I, I like, so it's, it's actually good for me to, to like, make sure I understand what it's like for the people when I'm filming. But I, you know, I really, um, it, it was a combination of the directing, my natural uh, uh, gravitation to wanting to know people, wanting to know deeper level of their stories. And so we we started doing that, and it was putting that, um, I, I, what I learned. So if I can inject this, and I, I don't want to like belabor this point too much, but if we, when I was, I didn't have all the equipment that I needed for film. You know, I, I, had a, I was pretty happy with what I had for photography. It's like, yeah, I got this nice piece, this camera that got this nice strobe, and, and but I didn't have what I needed for film, and I'm re- recalling back in my photo days, the school, where you're like, you know, you, you just, it's story is king, you need to, if you don't have story, you got the best equipment in the world, it's not gonna apply. So you need to know what you're saying. You need to be intentional about what it is you're trying to say and the point you're trying to get across. So for me, I had to make, you know, I'm, I'm taking a drone that I had at the time, this really big inspired drone. And I needed a stabilizer to, to shoot some scenes but I didn't have something like that. So I'm I'm literally walking with the drone. It's on, but it's not flying. And I'm literally following people around while I'm holding the drone to kind of stabilize the scene. I mean, it was crazy looking, you know, and the things I'm trying to do, but it was, I learned a lot it was that film that we received two Emmy awards for. And, and, you know, and it made me realize, you know, it, uh, it was affirming to just say, hey, you're not always going to have the best but you that doesn't mean you can't do well right it doesn't right. mean you can't be creative it doesn't mean you can't think outside the box and still say how can i come out with a quality a quality piece of work here you know um you know if you have to borrow something but there's there's ways to do it without just cutting corners mm-hmm. um and using what what you have at the moment you know instead of saying well i will do that one day when i get this piece of equipment." Well. You know, you have now, you don't have that piece of equipment. So I, you know, try to make it work, you know? Right,
0: right. Yeah, it sounds like really the journey right out of school for you was beginning to build on your love of story and hone that through the kind of the lens of editorial, which kind of walked you right into the the stuff that you do now with your documentaries. You know, it's really just about telling stories. And in in the beginning, it might have been a story about a product or about a situation, you know, with stock photography or a or a location but eventually it's about people and that really in my opinion just in the, in the amount of time I've I've known you Jim is that you have a heart for people and so it's like god is leading you to utilize these skills in a way that you can expose those stories through the lens of your heart for people and through the lens of your camera at the same time would would you say that's accurate
1: yeah i think so i think you know
0: it's it's hard to evaluate
1: yourself but i think that for, but I, I've, had, I've, had that, I've had many people tell me that. And, it's, <clears throat> and so for me, I take the craft that I know, but it's, yeah, I want to, let's get at the heart of what, of what people want to hear, right? So a lot of times if I'm doing uh, a short piece or people, they, they come with their talking points and I just can't wait to get through those because what I want to get to is usually different than that. It's like, no, okay. that sounds great like you can always tell when someone's got, you know, a set of talking points that they're doing, Let's you know, let's talk about something that maybe you don't want to talk about, but it's going to attract people when they're watching the film, they're going to want to know about that. So you, you have to, you know, you have to have uh, a certain sense of people skills, you know, to, it can get uncomfortable sometimes, you know, when you're like, I really, I've, I've had conversations when, when I'm filming, I'm like, I really would like, To talk about this and somebody would say i i don't want to talk about that i'm and it's not like i don't know how to say this like you know like uh 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 officially so this is where i'm like okay i don't know i just got myself in a hole how do i get out of here (laughs) but you 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 don't want to push some things that you need to leave alone but there are some things that you're like no i can go here just because someone Someone, just because someone doesn't want to talk about, say, their kids, you know, you're not asking them real big details here, but that doesn't mean, you, you know, people people want to know authenticity and they want to see that genuine, you know, uh, real story. They, they don't want to hear a practice speech. And so when you can start touching on the things that matter to each other, um, you know, that you can say, oh, I can identify with that. Oh, wow. You know, whether it's funny, whether it's heartfelt. Mm. So, you know, if I'm talking to somebody and I can see them, you know, getting choked up or something like that, that's gold right (laughs) now. Not because, not because you're trying, but because now you're, 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 you're hitting, you're hitting a moment where people, where they're real. For a real and that that type of genuineness then can impact you, the viewer, as you're watching it, because then you can identify because you're like, oh, wow, I'm not the only person going through that. Hey, I used to feel that way. And so to me, that's what attracts people to
0: to the story. So would you would you say that you're a naturally empathetic person? I mean, is that is that an easy? Yeah. okay Yeah. So then, if if that's the case, when you're when you're in a situation, I'm assuming you don't go with pre-scripted questions, right? You're kind of in the moment, is that right? Sometimes
1: I, I say I go I go with I go with some questions because it, it, if um, like in in the you know documentary I'm working on now, reading a book, and and like I'm like okay, I want to find out a little bit about this, but I'm it's I am more. And I know that at some point I'm going to leave those questions right. and pursue. So it's like I say, I kind of have. If, if I know I'm going to talk to someone for you know an hour, you know I, I probably have 20 or 25 minute worth of questions. But I know, you know that it's very likely that I'm going to leave those questions, and the and the the real you know uh, the real story that I'm going to get is going to be somewhere in between those those questions.
0: Okay. And so do you. Um, so this is a really interesting, and in, in, uh, it's a really intriguing thing for me because this is totally not the way I think as a creator. And so it sounds like you've always kind of had a sense for getting to the to the root of these problems. Like, do you find yourself from time to time asking your wife certain questions, or your son, or your you know your, the people that are, you know are in your family, or in your neighborhood, or your church? Do you do you find yourself kind of having to stop and go, well, I'm I'm kind of interviewing them like I would if they were behind the camera. Do you, is it a natural thing yes. for you?
1: Yeah, I do. And I think it could be, <laughs> it could be maybe borderline uncomfortable because, and it's just because I'm interested. It's not yeah. because I'm, you know, but yeah, like, I mean, it was, um, you know, somebody might, uh, I was talking to someone just a couple of days ago over coffee about a film that I wanted, that I'd like to do, and, and so, you know, you know, as I'm asking questions, like, I'm not trying to just be nosy. I mean, these right. are actually, these are really important things because, but I guess they don't, it, I, they don't, I have to try to explain myself sometimes because yeah, it can be a little, you know, uncomfortable, I guess is the word, but, but I guess then I realize that's, that's because that's, that's what I know what I'm doing. I know how to get there, but people, I realize this because my wife doesn't think this way. Like, yeah. it just, I don't. She doesn't think this way, <laughs> right? So it's you know it, it can be um, you know like I want to know yeah why did you why did you decide you know to to do this thing in your life that was hard? What drove you to that? And and uh, you know sometimes people are like no one ever asked me that before. Why are you asking me that? Right? I'm like well, because I think it matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And,
0: I, and I think that's a really really good point, and one that I would have never stumbled upon. Um, you know, and I think it's really important for our listeners and our watchers, because there might be a young Christian creative out there who has this kind of bent, you know, when you read scripture and it talks about the bent of our children and it's kind of the way they're formed, the, the habits, the, the mannerisms, the, the integral ways they view the world that God puts in us, um, when he knits us together in our womb, I think there may be a listener out there or listeners who have this bent and they don't know what to do with it. So I mean, did you know early on, even like maybe when you were in school, it's like, you know, I've got this penchant for drilling down and finding the answers to, you know, what's going on behind, you know, someone's, you know, thoughts. Did did you recognize that early on or was it a relatively late thing in your career that you just kind of stumbled upon?
1: These are great. These are great questions. And honestly, (laughs) like I know after we're done here, I'm going to be like, and you're going to get me thinking about you know, trying to know myself better. But I, the only thing I would say is, you know, I, I definitely gravitate to people that I can, that can talk more about than just football, you know, or I love football, but just talk a little bit more about the stuff. I've always kind of gravitated to that. And there's, there's some people that for lack of a better word, just don't go very deep. And I just, sure, I just, I don't jive with them. And so the, um, or I should say, I just not interested in hanging out with them. And so for me though, I, my, my, my first career was in mortgages and I was doing photography on the side. Um, I've always liked photography and film. But I remember, I remember coming in on the Long Island Railroad looking down over the people that in Brooklyn as I'm going by. And I would be like, I really want to know why that guy sits there every morning. You know, I see him reading his paper. I really want to know this. I want to know what they're doing. And I'm like, and I kept thinking, man, what I wouldn't do to just like go down there and kind of like, you know, get to know, like take a, like, you know, try to like do a story or take a photo or, you know, and just get a glimpse into their life. I was always that desire. And so then, i don't think i realized it was happening until way way later you know as i uh, as i started you know working with people I'm like wow there's just a lot more here that that people should know about because we part of the problem that even in our society today right We're like society is becoming so judgmental and they're just reacting on what they're seeing on social media you know man we are all messed up and we yeah. are all yeah. But we all have there, there's there's things to understand about each other. Our faults and you know, and our good things. And there are there are things to understand about each other. And if we don't take the time to know why that person's there and engage them there, then all we're doing is we're just building walls between each other. And so for me, you know, when I get a chance to do documentary work or film work, it's um, even environmental It's for me, it's just like a little bit more of like, hey. You know, what is it about this person that maybe we should learn a little bit more about? Hopefully, it, it will draw us to know more than just like, hey, they said that. Well, you know what? I I say something dumb every week, so I'm glad. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about. I don't like posting a lot of stuff on social media because I mean, I'm kind of like, do I want it to stay out there forever? You know, because I'm always changing. And so for me, film work, I like it because I would rather. I would rather say something, you know, in a creative process for me. And so for me, that's my outlet. So when COVID, you know, first happened, um, I, I did this piece of this uh, um, business that reinvented themselves uh, just like a four minute little mini doc that reinvented themselves from full caterer when, they, when nobody could meet anymore to how they were helping people like meet per meal. And and so for me that was a chance to say, hey, you know, let, let me, you know, let me let me pour you know some of what I was thinking into that film piece rather than, you know, you know, write all day on, you know, social media.
0: That's amazing. And and I think again, it's such great it's such great food for thought, you know, for our watchers and for our listeners, because God does, he makes all of us differently. It's like, you know, I mean, you met my wife and she's a totally different kind of person than me. We're like two opposite ends of the spectrum and she's very hospitable and she wants to listen to your story and engage with you. I mean, she's a lot like you, you know, she's, she's very much where she wants to understand who you are and where you came from and your family and kind of what's your, what, what led you to where you are today. And, I'm just not that guy. I'm just like, you know, I'm just not, I mean, I like people. Yeah, but, but you have more depth than you realize. I wouldn't,
1: mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have befriended you. If
0: so. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't have depth. No. It's, 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 obviously it's not about me, but I'm just saying it's, I'm just not that guy, you know? And so it's yeah. just, it's so cool to hear you put it into this, into this frame of reference. Cause now I'm, I'm having all these little light bulbs go off. It's kind of like watching one of your documentaries. I'm just like, I'm learning so much about myself and And, and, and I think that's great and and, and super encouraging, you know, for, for folks out there who they think, I think a lot of times, uh, I know I've heard people say who have these same qualities that you're describing in yourself and I'm describing my wife and they feel sometimes like they're less than, you know, you think about the mothers or the grandmothers or the gems of the world who their mission field is getting to know and loving people, you know? the just the people around you not important people or or in important non, non-important people or whatever just just people and I, I think a lot of times they can feel like they're less than and that's uh, it seems like it's absolutely not the case you know yeah and so it's just it's just really enheartening it's it's very well we're all you know we're
1: all we're all different so I, i'm i'm realizing that more because you know i is is uh, like, uh just as i was going to say some of those like this all this stuff I could, that, that's leading into what I'm about to say, but we're all different, and God, God, we're all broken, and God uses those, the strengths and in, in the, the gifts that he's given us, and it's not always pretty, but he, he, you know, he puts it together if we allow him to, if we allow ourselves not to get brought down by if we allow ourselves to be forgiving if we allow ourselves to say you know to be poured out for other people and say you know what it means i'm going to get hurt sometimes and that's not an easy thing to do i've struggled with that by being hurt by other people you know since it was a lot you know coming out of high school and so for me it's been i wish i could i wish i could take what i learned and go back 30 years you know and start again and but it's it's a process. It's a journey, and so I've been able to see how even in the, the last documentary that we did, that was at the film festival, that uh, you know, I was trying to work with Steve um, for like nine months before, and and it, it you know, and it's just that he it, uh, he wasn't ready to be part of that, and I, obviously I wished it was a different ending but he he brought all of us you know he was very different like you you know just the way he thought the way i thought but what i what i saw in that process was he had strengths that i didn't have i had strengths that he didn't have and then in so many other you know my wife my wife has my wife is very practical you know she likes lists she likes lists she likes you know uh storage containers i mean she's like she's like a compartmentalized kind of person in in all kinds of ways and i'm more impulsive right you know i'll be like hey you know um you know let's head up to the grand canyon tomorrow right and uh i did one time i came home because i wanted to go do a shoot up it uh up in utah and i said hey she she literally walked in the house on friday night after work and i said can we go to utah and uh (laughs) i said some friends of ours was going to be up there. And I was thinking I could do a great shoot up there. And she's like, well, when do we leave? Tonight. <laughs> she's like, what? And so, you know, I mean, but God bless her. She did it. And we actually, it was a very enriching time for everyone involved. But, you know, I mean, that comes with, you know, those comes with some, that's not easy. You know, I've realized that. i realize realized on her, like, some of the times of what I saw. But we, God... God takes all those things where, you know, where, you know, if, if someone's like, you know, very, very uh, specific, so I'm more pre-flowing or this, and, and I've learned, though, that there are some important things that she brings to the table and how God has used that in our business, and, and, and she's learned likewise, and so, and, and, it's, and I've seen it work that way in films, I've been really frustrated with, you know, uh, you know, an assistant on set or something and I've realized wow, you know, actually what he did was probably beneficial. And I it's not always fun to admit that. And you know, and I've had people that know it was I'm not going to use them again. They really did a bad job. But it's but but you 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 start to learn and you realize you know hey I have a lot to learn and you have to try to be you know be as intentional knowing knowing what the gifts that you have but also you know, you just, you can see how being open to other people and exposing yourself to be hurt can actually allow God to use that in greater ways. And so I, that's something that I, is a, it's a process that I continue to evolve, hopefully for the better end, but, you know, absolutely, as you work with people, you see that, you know, just like you and your wife, it's really fun actually watching the two of you together, because, because you, can, you can see that different dynamic, but I know you know, that's what makes you guys special, right? Is so it's, it's, you know, there's times that my wife and I, we feel, we're always like, yeah, we're right. We're like, we're thinking the same thing. And then there are times that, you know, we're in completely different places. So. Well,
0: and I think that lesson that you're talking about, about how it's really about understanding people and meeting them where they are. Uh, ironically, that's the same messages that are coming through your documentaries, you know, regardless of the circumstance of the film, right? It's really about understanding this person at this moment in their life. And, and the stories that you tell are so primal that everyone can relate. And I think that's the power of your film and of your art is that you're able to distill that moment in such a way that it's undeniable. And my hat's off to you because you're, you, you're, you're fantastic at that. And, and Thank you truly think God has blessed you in that area. So, so let's talk a little bit about documentaries and, and obviously we talked about kind of what led you to documentaries. Do you feel like um, shooting documentaries is kind of where you need to be right now or where you're going to stay? Or do you ever think you'll do feature film or something outside the realm of documentaries? I'm
1: very open. Um, I'm very open to doing. Uh, I, I do like I, I like right now. So right now I really like the, the, the documentary. Uh, genre, but I'm very open to. I think there's a part of me that would like to do a feature film. Um, I, I mean, I've done commercials, and where you know, and you're working with the models that you know to put some of those together, and um, it's just you know, you need a big team, a bigger team than what you need for a documentary. So for me, it's, right. it's like uh, I'm not sure I'm I'm there like having all the pieces in place um but if i felt it was important you know i'd find a way but i think for me my heart right now is to continue to do some of this documentary work and i i'm excited actually because i think documentaries are growing in popularity you know i've had people say really like you know have you ever you know have you ever seen like a you know a blockbuster documentary well i'm i'm not I'm interested in making sure I can make money with my work you know I mean that's why you know to pay for the expenses and stuff but I I I think the the lives I can touch in documentary is maybe greater than than a feature film right now so it was actually exciting to see the Kendricks come out with their first documentary and you know you're seeing you're seeing more people do this so I just I like it because I think it draws attention to the genre and, and I'm, um, you know, it's not uncommon on Netflix or on Amazon prime to see in the, in the top five trending titles to see a documentary, whether it was the social dilemma um, right, right. and, you know, and there's the, the latest one on Netflix was like a teaching octopus or something. It was actually yeah. pretty cool.
0: Yeah it, was. So, I watched I mean, it. yeah, it was pretty good.
1: Yeah. You know, and so there's, there's, there's a a demand that is increasing in this area. So to me, I feel blessed that God has given me a heart for that. And I don't, I'm only encouraged by where, by where at least I see the appetite growing. And obviously COVID and the film, you know, the film industry completely changed under COVID in ways that I still don't think we'll know for a while, but it has certainly opened up the door for this kind of work and, you know, how we can get it out there. And so I'm excited about where it can go. But yes, I, I'm, I'm open to always evolving, and I'm open to doing, um, you know, some short films or, uh, or a feature film. You know, maybe as I start getting some really big gray hair and what later on in my life. So. <laughs>
0: well, I think I think one of the things that draws people to documentaries is that we all have an inherent desire for truth, and and there's such an element of truth that's just it's foundational you know to a documentary and so that along with the story that you're trying to tell is what draws people to that and i think there's a hunger an intense hunger for more truth right now in the world so i think there's a big big need for that and so i pray that you'll be able to do lots more so for um our young creative christians out there our old creative christians out there um our listeners and our watchers um you know, if they're interested in getting into this world of documentaries or learning more about documentaries or they feel like that's something they're being called to do, um, can you give them some tips, some, you know, uh, points of good places to go learn something or great books or recommendations or other documentaries to watch or people to to follow?
1: That's a great question. And I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, uh, um, uh, reaching for some answers here so uh, uh, I think I think if um, I think if you want to tell like, don't oh, know a pause a pause during a podcast that's the best thing I think um, I think if you're if you're find the I find your know what your voice is what is it you're uh, I tell people this when I if when I do storytelling uh, seminars or if I'm if I'm even you know if I'm even teaching photography at REI or something. I, I why why are you doing this film? I mean, I, I we I think people all watch films. You're like, I'm not sure I understand the point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and 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 I you know what I mean. Why take the five different points, but like why? Even if you're taking a photo, but if you're making a film, why? What is it you want people? What are you trying to say? Um, you know, because if you don't know what you're trying to say, no one else is going to know what you're trying to say. And so I think that for you know, I think that for the creatives, I'd be like, what What is it you want to say in film? Is it best accomplished through a feature film? Is it best accomplished in a short film in a documentary? What is it you want to say? And then I'd say build those rather than saying watch this one film or watch this build build those skills take exercise do self exercises to say you know i remember the first time i had to write an artist statement i hated it it you know and i try to read i try to redo my artist statement about i i'd love to do it about every 18 months usually it happens every two or three years but i Ask yourself why why am I doing this? Because why I'm doing it now is very different than why I was doing it 10 or 12 years ago. And so why am I doing this? And as you know, we we you know we talked briefly about as I've been moving from doing more. I've been I've been moving my work to do uh, Christian worldview and kingdom uh, work from more commercial type of stuff. And I'm doing that because where god has been taking me and been teaching me and so forth so as i even now as i continue to kind of change my mission statement and my artist statement it's actually still being changed it's something that i'm working on every every week or so um you know what what is it why are you saying that so to me i would find you know shut shut all the background noise of everything around you and and ask yourself, what does you want to do in the next year or two? And why? And if, because if you don't have that answer, that's more important. That will then determine, okay, so how will it, then watch the pieces that interest you that will get you to that point. Gotcha. So, you know, if, if you, anyway, yeah.
0: No, 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 I don't wanna, go ahead. No no, okay. no, no, go ahead. I, I just don't want to belabor it, but it's like,
1: I just, you know, I, I am surprised. The reason I say that with compassion is I am surprised that when I tell people that it seems, it seems kind of a little bit more obvious to me lately, at least at this point in my life, but how more people than not are like, whoa, I didn't think of that. And I'm like, how do you not think of that? So, so I think to me, you know, then say, what is it? If, if you want to do animated films, then, you know, you know, then you know what? And go talk to Brainy Pixel and find out, you know, what it is that they're doing those little kids, right? Like what, what, you know, ask, but find out and find people that are successful and what and what it is that you want to do, and find out what makes them successful. And there's a lot, there's so many things that we can do that today. Whether it's, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, being, I mean, you know, you need to be filling in yourself spiritually and and plugged in with small group and church and stuff like that, but there's like so many the master classes are so many things out there for you to learn your craft and to you know to how it is that you know what what it is that um how people do their job and they do it well right you know that what what makes Steven Spielberg you know great you know and and uh you know it's encouraging just being at the Christian worldview film festival just you know listening to the Kendricks say hey No, yeah we make things a lot better than it was when we started right and and but to hear them be honest about that is nice and and you know it's a it's a process right so
0: well and i I think the reason why people are shocked when you when you tell them the answer is not really outside themselves it's actually more going to be found because of self-reflection is because our society is so we're so you know checklist oriented right it's like oh there's got to be a 10-step you know easy way to to become a you know a director or there's got to be a a book i can go read that's going to teach me how to be a better documentary you know person and so i think i think it's a very wise answer actually jim is that no you need to you need to examine what are your motivations and where are they coming from i think that's really you know a big point in that because if your motivation is external in the in in I want to make more money, or I want to be famous or things like that. Well, you might want to examine those, especially from a Christian perspective. We need to be about things that make much of the kingdom. And you, you actually mentioned that in your answer. And so I'd love to talk a little bit more um, about that transition and kind of what's, what's been leading you. Uh, that's been a common refrain over the past two years that I've heard many Christian creators talk about is that they're really feeling this pull. And so I'd love for you to kind of talk about that experience. And what's been moving you from commercial space into and, and more of the the Christian space?
1: Uh, you know, it, it, working with, um, I, uh, how do I say it? With a, a short answer is is what's going through my head right now. But I went I went through um, uh, I went through a process where I lost uh, hearing and I and I lost hearing in my right ear. Because a surgery that went bad, the, the surgery was actually designed to give to bring my hearing back, and uh, I fell into a one percent category of 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 uh, complications. So, so now my right ear is pretty useless. In fact, I was just talking to someone last week about the possibility of a cochlear implant for my right ear. And so, you know, those are hard things to talk about. But I, I was going through that and really struggling with, well, why did God do that? And um and then you know uh steve was well i'm doing i'm I'm going through that this was like not even a year that i'm still struggling with this operation that i'm filming steve's steve telling me i learned to give god thanks for cancer i'm just like okay i gotta i gotta reevaluate myself you know because when you when you work on these things i mean you uh, hopefully you can't not be touched by them and so you know there's so much material behind the scenes that I wish I could share with people in fact I, I I'm hoping that there will be an avenue to do that but when you're you know you're you're untouched by the people that I work with sometimes positively sometimes negatively but but I'm always touched and i so I'm going to as I was going through this I, I was actually just listening this last week because i'm I'm working on a full feature doc that will talk about. God through suffering, and I want it to be a hopeful story, I don't want it to be a bunch of sad stories, and I I want it to be encouraging and uplifting, and so for me, I'm, as I was going through this, I was listening to uh, a sermon by Matt Chandler, and, you know, he had a great quote, I don't have it in front of me, but basically he said, God was working on me spiritually it was like surgically working on me spiritually uh that mirrored what was going on on the outside and i think for me i just i love that quote that i just terribly botched is is he said uh and for me i'm like okay you know i was praying for better hearing and i there's always a chance you know that maybe i'll be able to hear better on it one day and 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 i pray for that but if if I realized what God did do you is he improved my spiritual hearing because he really, I really went searching internally. Why is this bothering me so much? Why, you know, and it made me realize I started getting a much better view of my faith and where my hope is. My hope is in eternity. It's not Amen. in the temporal. Amen. And, and I've been a Christian all my life, but it's like And I've had these, you know, ups and downs, but at this one point, it just, I realized, and also in combination of working with Steve, I know God was doing something in me that was different, you know, than what I had had before. And so for me, I'm like, okay, well, my hearing was got zeroed in more for eternity. And so, you know, that's a better hearing. I'll, I'll, I'll trade that hearing. I mean, this is not fun not being able to hear, but, but I will trade that hearing, uh, that, that new sense of hearing. And so I think for me, it was just, I think, being aware that, you know, we're not going to get everything we want on this side yeah. of heaven. And it was a little wake-up call from saying, hey, God's like, I, there's things, I've given you these gifts and these talents. And so I want you to use them more you know, than than just for tourism stuff, you know? And and so uh, I think, and then of course when COVID hit and just also just seeing, I'm seeing the world, uh, you know, it's a great question. I think these are things actually that I wish people would talk more about, but for me, I'm seeing the world having, you know, less hope, more anxiety about the future and even where they find their hope, I find it so empty. And so for me, I'm like, you know what? Um, you know, it's not like it was 20 years ago where I feel like, you know, there was still a lot of uh, good content or I, I don't know. For me, there is something that God's like, hey, you know, the world needs the, the world needs to hear, you know, more of of, of me and what and, and and what scripture says about what's going on and and I just felt like I was being compelled to help be a voice in that, and so it's scary because you're like, I, I I was feeling like that, and then and then and then I'm like, wow, you know, how do I do that and still keep all my work? Well, when COVID hit, I lost I lost like six jobs in 24 hours. It's like a large jobs. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the business, just you can't right. shoot anywhere, right? Like, right, you know, right. set to shoot in a, in a mall, but you can't go in a mall. So the malls closed down. And so I, I felt like God was like, Hey, you've been struggling in this. I just took it all away. So, you know what? Wow. So I had that time to say, all right, you know, because it's a whole different, you know, you know, all these people that I know on the commercial side, well, it's like, okay, I need to start learning about who to talk to on on you know the faith-based stuff and it's a it's a different you know group of people so oh, a different yeah, clientele. so anyway for me it was it was that's that, that's the shortest answer I can give you at least off the cuff about how, you know
0: what what was one of the big transitions for me awesome well I mean that, that's a great that's a great testimony and and I can uh, I can give you a little um, um a little confirmation um over the past three years, I've been asking people that question uh, from all different walks of life, um, all, different, all all over the country, and uh, you know, every, everybody from people writing books to writing comics to in film to in comedy, and they all have the same answer, is that um, literally in the past two or three years, God has been calling them out, Christian creatives, mm-hmm. and said, use your gifts for me, glorify my kingdom, glorify Christ. And so I, I truly believe, just all this now empirical data that I've been collecting, uh, <laughs> uh, I, re- I believe there's a movement of God afoot for He's calling awesome. out uh, His faithful creators out there to to make much of His name. And so you're uh, you're among the you're among the the throng, my brother. So that's great. <laughs>
1: Thanks. And I just I'll say I, I'm very I, I'm I'm glad to hear that because you know it's hard. A lot of people <clears throat> um, the the arts in general is has such a profound impact in our society and i don't even think most pastors realize that. so i i think that you know sometimes when i'm talking about this i mean i'm very passionate about it and i'm kind of i wish i could awaken that in people Mm -hmm. to see that because because this is where this is there's a big opportunity to reach people there so i'm excited to hear that because um i i think it's a much needed thing and good work you know obviously i want to see you know good work and um and so it's encouraging to hear that so that's great keep asking that question yeah. because you know um yeah it's important
0: yeah i absolutely will so speaking of that good work tell tell folks a little bit about where they can find out more about you jim your your products where they're where they're at where can they watch some of your stuff this is kind of the let's promote jim and let's get it some links out uh-huh. there and And let people go watch some stuff because i I can't wait for people to see your documentaries because they're stunning work so tell tell folks where they can go see that stuff
1: thanks so there's actually uh, there's going to be a lot of changes probably in the next six months or so i mean right now uh during covid i was there's a comedian that has my name and so i don't know what happened but somehow that website became available so it's jimdavid.com and uh and it it wasn't cheap (laughs) So anyway, it was, but there's it's www.jimdavid.com and you'll see um, the combination of my, of some of my short docs and my uh, photography there. But I, what I'm, we're going to be transitioning um, uh, to, uh, you know, the the future docs that I have planned because there's a lot in the works right now. So we want to let people know where they're, you know, what's coming, how they can, we want to. We want people to get involved. That we actually want to create, you know, um, you know, information to let them know, hey, we're going to go talk to this person, and this is where the film is going. So we want to invite people to be a part of it. So awesome. there's going to be a lot of changes on the site and how and how we operate. But that's where you can go right now, um, you know, to see uh, um, to see some of what I do. And like I said, feel free to shoot me an email, or um, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to provide ways for people to connect so that they can see a lot of the projects that are going to be coming down the works, you know, and what we're going to uh, have for them to share in that.
0: Awesome. And are you, do you have any social media links on the website so they can engage with you on social media or are you just a website guy?
1: Well, I have, I don't right now. I'm primarily from, when I'm using Facebook, it's just, it's just my main, um, so they can follow me there. I have an Instagram account um, that, I had a, a you know an okay following a couple thousand people that way but it was um, I haven't since COVID I haven't posted on it so I need to get back to that I've honestly because of all this transitioning stuff I've been really focusing on on where I'm going and so as I like I, a little bit like what I told you right if you don't know where you're going no one else will either so as I as I do that uh, I will start unfolding a lot of these things back out again but. Um, uh so you're kind of getting behind the scenes, you know, info here, you know. But yeah, we're looking forward to doing a lot more and we we want we want to engage people in, in what we're gonna do. And so, you know, we would love to have them let us know, you know, um awesome. that they want to get involved.
0: Awesome. Well, as those new links come out, just send them over and we'll be sure and add them to the show notes. Uh okay, so great are, you know, we archive these on YouTube and they're gonna be on all the different podcast uh, platforms. So as people listen to it later, they can always jump on your website or follow you on any additional social media. So, so yes, yeah, so that's jimdavid.com right now. Is the place yeah, to- and, and so
1: right, because there's a, I have a Vimeo channel too, and I okay. think that the link's there, but I know that, but I don't.
0: <laughs> that's no problem brother no problem well i would love to close us out with some prayer i always try to pray at the end of each uh each of our podcasts and then uh and then we'll we'll wrap up today's show all, all right. right that sounds great all right let's pray glorious heavenly father we just uh, come before you praising your name uh we thank you so much father god for for loving us um for being so very interested um and involved in our life Uh, We thank you, Father, for loving us so much um, that you sent your son to make a way to restore us back into right relationship with you uh, so that we could turn from our sinful ways and so that we could engage you as a loving father, which is what you always intended. Now, Father, I thank you for this time that we've had. I thank you for this technology and the way you've blessed it and kept us connected. Uh, I thank you for Jim, and I thank you for the meeting uh, that he and I had, how you brought us together in that hallway uh, through prayer, through fellowship, through brotherhood, and uh, Father, I just I thank you so much for how He's blessed our life, how His family has blessed our life, um, and I pray, Father, if it be Your will, that You keep Jim and I connected. Um, and I just I just love this brother, and I pray Your blessings upon him, upon his sweet family, upon his business and all his endeavors. I pray that all that He touches, all that He creates, all that He says, and all that He does will always glorify You most. Uh, and we pray these things in the mighty and matchless name of our Savior and our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Jim, thank you so much, my brother, for coming on. It has been a joy seeing you again. Um, I I think I'm just, I need a weekly dose of Jim. I just think that's. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wish you lived closer. Yeah, for sure. likewise, likewise. But uh, but hopefully we'll see each other again soon. And uh, to everybody out there watching and listening uh, on Creatively Christian, please go support this amazing brother. Go watch his films. Uh, check him out on his website and his social medias. You will not be disappointed. You will be affected, but it will be for your better and for the glory of our great God. So thank you guys for, uh, for signing on. And thank you uh, again, Jim, for being here. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.
1: All right, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. To see all the resources mentioned in this episode, please head over to Theophanymedia.com forward slash Jim. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at Theophanymedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. And remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day and keep on creating for our Lord.